Breakups are often the symptom of problems in a relationship. My workbook series, The Knowledge, is focused on helping you change your life in four key areas. Retaining the information that I teach, personal growth, improving your relationships, and of course, reattracting your ex. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about should I move on? Okay, big decision. It is a big decision if you are at the end of a relationship or you're in a troubled relationship deciding whether or not to move on. And today we've got an email that really looks at a situation that seems fairly unhealthy. Now, Margaret, you haven't seen this one yet. No, I haven't. But you will. Um, so you don't know what is in store for you no, yet. No, I don't. But if you're in a situation where you're with a partner that is not uh, committed to making a relationship work and the environment is unhealthy or um, causing you stress and pain, and there's a lot of problems that aren't just getting worked through, it might be something that you have to assess that moving on should be the best option. In other words, you're saying if it starts to get destructive to either you or your partner, or both of you usually, okay, you have to think about it. Sure, because, you know, sometimes you're going to have problems in relationships that will last a while, and maybe they won't get worked on and things will get a little bit worse, but if it continues to be a pattern where it's just unhealthy and you're hurting or that person is hurting, you might have to let go and move on. Or if you're living separate lives, which often can happen. Yeah. Um, now, if you're in a breakup and you're deciding whether or not to move on, you know, that's a tough topic too. Yeah. And when you're in that kind of situation, it can feel like many times throughout that breakup you just have to move on and let go because maybe you're you're at a point where that person isn't talking to you they're dating somebody new and um they're angry at you they're upset at you and you just don't know if they're going to come back or not that's a tough situation because there's a lot of factors right to decide a if lot you're of gonna, parts yeah right. and so in this video we're going to focus more on a relationship that is not working and you're going to see a lot of different examples of why it wasn't working and that can help you kind of assess your own situation and evaluate maybe for yourself what's going on for you okay so um this was an email coaching that i did and it well i'll just go ahead and start where he started he said hi coach craig i had a three and a half year affair with this woman during that time frame we were in love as possible so already this wow. is a major red flag wow major this is not a small minor thing he is married and having a three and a half year affair on his wife wow what are your thoughts about that margaret first of all i think she must have been really busy because she didn't notice right wow. and uh obviously uh that's not uh, a very considerate thing to do. It's really it, hurtful. It almost goes beyond affair. To he's kind of lived a double life for 
a few years. And you know those things happen. We all know. I don't. I don't understand why why he would stay with his wife for three and a half years. Um, I think it says a lot about his ability to be alone. I think it says everything about his ability to be alone. Yeah, um, because he's using his wife. Okay, right. Yeah. He's using her as an yeah. object because he's afraid to be alone, and that's not okay to do. She's a human being. She deserves to be happy. And if you don't want to be with her anymore, say that. Exactly. So I have a real problem when you're acting like this. I don't like it at all. Right. And I don't like to be mean, but this is cruel to do to yeah. somebody. Yeah, that kind of dishonesty is destructive. I mean, could you imagine if somebody had a three and a half year affair on you? That is just, you would be furious, right? I want to know where she thinks he was. I don't know, but let me go on. He said, I was scared to leave my wife for her. Now, there we have it. Because? He doesn't say. But I'm willing to bet something in his gut told him, you can't get serious with this other woman. Right? right. Because after three and a half years, I think you would know that this person would be somebody you could be in a romantic relationship right. with. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Okay. He said... In August of last year, she had a major health scare and was hospitalized. The girlfriend or the wife? The girlfriend. I wasn't able to see her due to being married. So now you could imagine this oh. woman is now in the hospital, major health scare. It sounds like it was life-threatening. He didn't say. I don't think he says. And now, of course, she wants him to be there. And he's like, I can't go. I'm married. And he could say that on both sides all the way along. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. let me go on. The following month, she broke it off with me. No surprise. She said she needed more in her life. Can you blame her? No. In early November, she reached out to tell me she was dating another guy. Now, this is a very bizarre thing to do. If you've moved on and you're dating somebody else... Why would you reach out to your ex who's married and say, Hey, by the way, I just want to let you know I'm dating someone else. This is your last chance, I think, is the end of the sentence. Uh, yeah, there's some kind of uh, yeah, guilt. Yeah, or, or not guilt, some game. There's like a game yeah, in there. Yeah. And what do you think he does? I don't know. What does he do? He says, I immediately flipped and made a plan to leave my wife after the holidays. His, his anxiety made him want her more. The new boyfriend actually broke up with her in December. So I think, this is my guess, she's in this new relationship. She sees it's on the rocks. She contacts him. Yep. Because both of these people are very anxious and into insurance. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. why I think she yeah. reached out. All right. Okay. Now this is where I think his thinking was in error here that he thought that we've been together three and a half years having this affair, I can make this work with her. See, I'm sitting back thinking, she can't do a relationship. No. Because she is staying with a married guy for three and a half years herself. Right. So let's go on. I moved out in the middle of January, and we started secretly seeing each other again. He moved out of his wife's house? Yes. And why were they secretly seeing it? And that's why I just made that face. I'm real confused. <laughs> why would you need to do it secretly if you've moved out from with your wife unless you haven't really told your ex 
wife why you really moved out. He probably gave her some kind of reason like, oh, I just want a break from you. And we'll probably kept her as insurance still so she couldn't move on. That's my guess. Okay. All right. Could be wrong there, but that's what my intuition's wondering. And about March of this year, she went cold again. Okay, so remember... This is the girlfriend? Or this the is girlfriend. girlfriend. Okay. He moved out from his wife and started seeing this girl in January. Yep. And now in March, she goes cold she says, after three right. and a half years right. of, of trying... Only, of only having fragments of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go, Margaret. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fragments. Uh, and started seeing a 21-year-old guy. Well, I will have and, to say she does have some style. <laughs> uh, now she's, I guess that let him know. She's in her late 30s, by the way. I guess that let him know. So now, and, and he knew this guy. They were kind of friends together. And I, guess I hope he started, they don't have children. I, it didn't, I don't think so. Okay. The entire time during her seeing him, we still talked and we even went out some. So she's seeing the 21-year-old guy and him. I'm surprised he's, she's not seeing his ex-wife, too. She might be. <laughs> In May of this year, she fostered and then was given custody of a toddler boy. And she was an, as a nine-year-old from another marriage. The ex was a habitual cheater, and I'm not sure she ever recovered from that. Wait, back up now. Who's ex? The girl that he had an affair with, yeah. her ex-husband was a habitual cheater. What a surprise. Which is very unusual, right? <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Why would she want to be with a cheater when that someone that's cheating on her husband, I mean wife, when she just went through that and knows how horrible it is? Wow. She sounds like a combination of anxious and avoidant. I don't want to be without anybody, but I'm not going to get close to anybody either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But very interesting. You would think a woman that's been cheated on by her husband would say, I hate cheaters. I'm never going to date a cheater. I don't want to be with a cheater. But However, I, I have a lot more latitude <laughs> if I'm with a cheater because I'll have a reason to drop him anytime I want. Mm, good point. Yeah. And I think it's unresolved. No one here makes a commitment. No. 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 There's no kind of commitment going on here, right? And it's all fragments and fantasies. Yeah. And including the new guy is a fantasy. 21-year-old guy. He better run in the other direction. These people know stuff he's never dreamed of yet. <laughs> so he goes on to say, she kicked the new boyfriend out a couple of times. He has given her the grand gesture after three months of dating and proposed. After, well, why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, right? Three months and now he proposed. She said she didn't accept. Okay. She most recently kicked him out again and said she wanted to go all in with me in August. So now that she and the new guy broke up again, now she wants him back. The husband. The ex, yes, the ex-husband, the guy who's writing the email. Right. She found out about a week ago that he's seeing another girl his age, and she broke it off with him again. And now he wants to get week. back, yeah. So now she finds out the 21-year-old who proposed is dating another woman, and now she wants him back and left the guy who wrote the email. Okay. 
There's a lot going on. I hope you guys are able to follow this one. I'm having all I can do. All right. I'm so confused, heartbroken, so and are we. distraught. That's funny. We had plans to marry, buy a house together, and live no, our... No, this is still the guy, the yes. husband. Mm -hmm. um, and who's he talking about? His wife or the girlfriend? The girlfriend. The girlfriend, okay. He had, we, we had plans, plans to, to marry, marry yeah. buy a house together, and live our lives. I feel as though she has a major commitment issues. She has major commitment issues. I was just going to say. You cheated she, on your wife for three and a half years, man. Come she on. She has commitment issues, yes. Uh, and maybe is in a midlife crisis after her health scare. Oh, good Lord. That, that's not it. No. That may be part of it, but that's certainly not it. Nobody here was doing anything reasonable even before that. No, exactly. Yeah. Now, what do you think about that when somebody has a health scare like that? How do you think it impacts them? Well, it sounds to me like these people live in, in constant anxiety, abandonment, terror states. Mm -hmm. All of them. Sure. Um, and if you think about a health scare, I suppose... Dying is the ultimate abandoning of everybody you've ever been close with. So I would think it would be a little scary. Sure. And you don't know who was there for her because it certainly was not the guy, mm -hmm. the writer of the letter. So I'm sure she would be scared mm -hmm. um, and probably even more anxious than before. Sure. But these people must have a little glow of anxiety around where they live. Yeah. There's so much of it here. Yeah, it's radiating. It's radiating. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, he says, I, I went no contact last week, removed her from social media. I also believe I have separation anxiety. Good. And she has avoidant attachment style. I think there's a lot more to it than that. I think they all have all of the above. The because I think in their, in their desperation to have someone, um, they're keeping other people at bay so they can have more than one person. Yes. Everybody's afraid to be alone here. Yeah, everybody. They should terrified. all just live together and say, switch bedrooms. In the 60s, they would have had a commune. Yeah. I think that would be better for right. them. Let's all live together. Yes. And when you're fighting with him, you go in that room and I'll go yeah. in this room. They're all freaking out. Nobody can handle being alone. No. Okay. The last month, I went above and beyond to make her happy. I also believe she's back with the 21-year-old. Will that last? Not likely. No. Will she reach back out? Should I move on? Whatever that would mean for him. I mean, we're making light because it's just so crazy. Mm -hmm. But how many lives do we have here that are messed up? Yeah. There's the husband and wife. There's the husband's girlfriend. There's the wife's boyfriend. So we have four lives at least, and I hope they don't have children. And don't forget about the... the uh the 21-year-old's girlfriend. I, oh, right, she right. She got I, broken up with, too. I'm sorry, honey, I forgot you. Um, but, I mean, there's a whole bunch of lives in, invested in this. So there's an enormous amount of drama and chaos and, and you know, that kind of constant drama. Now, you know there can't be a day when there isn't some drama. And, I mean, that can serve its own function of perhaps they're all depressed and have issues they're trying to stay away from and they are certainly staying in enough chaos to keep themselves distracted. Think about what Margaret said. Can you say that again? Okay, I think so. Um, these people have to live in constant crisis, constant chaos. I mean, I'm sure he's always texting her who's texting him to mm -hmm. say that, you know, this one was with that one. And it's got to go on all of the time. 
What I'm saying is sometimes people who are really depressed or have some really scary unresolved issues will keep themselves in this kind of crisis to keep from having to deal with whatever it is that's chasing them. Okay? Um, it's hard to find a metaphor for it, but I remember a client telling me one time, she had so many crazy traumas in her life, she couldn't match this, but it was pretty good, that she felt like there was a depression chasing her all of the time. And it also reminds me of an ad for, I think it's Prozac, which is an antidepressant. And in the ad, it had a wonderful picture of an animated empty overcoat that was chasing the woman. So some unresolved thing is chasing them and that would that would motivate this kind of craziness yeah okay if you're in a situation that's like this margaret would be an amazing resource for you if something is going on like this as you can see margaret has tremendous amounts of experience and insight and she can look at that on a much deeper level than you know the typical person even therapist yes. but if this if you're crisis ridden all of the time and for years then there's a profound reason for it. And I remember learning in my early career uh, the concept of what's the function of the crisis. And s there can be any number of them, but it's usually to avoid something. Okay. It's a big point that you just made there. Yeah. And hopefully it'll sit in for some of you guys. All right, let me go on this a little bit more. I have so much invested in this and I love her dearly and I believed her to be my soulmate. And that is a term that we don't like because it can be dangerous to believe somebody is a soulmate because sometimes you could stay in a dangerous position. Right, and it puts you sort of like the fates are in control of your life and not you. But we have a different video on that if you want to check that out. Um, the breakup was br really brutal. I said plenty of hurtful things and told her to stay away from me and my daughter. So he does have a child with the wife. And maybe that's why he stayed with the wife for so long. Right. Although he doesn't say that. He didn't say that. No. Can you but... imagine, if we're confused, how that poor child must feel? Mm -hmm. This is Auntie so-and-so this week. Yep. Right. Yeah, because I'm guessing the, the girlfriend has been around the daughter. Sure. Because he said stay away from her. Why would he say stay away from her if... He, she had never met the daughter. That right. wouldn't make sense to me. I was running on pure emotions and is extremely devastated when she said she had feelings for the younger guy. I need clarity and a plan going forward. I love your videos. Help. And then he had one more question. He said, I also have one more question. I asked whether she stopped loving me. And she said, I can't answer that. How do you interpret that? I'm just confused and reliving the actual night of the breakup and worried it might be over for good at this point. Thanks for your help and input. Wow. Well, although we've been humorous, I'm so sorry for everybody involved here. Um, wow. I would say, first of all, he needs to isolate himself for at least a short period of time from everyone mm -hmm. so that he can regain some perspective. Because he has to, if we lost it in about five minutes, he has to have lost it long ago. Yes, and this has been going on for three and a half and, years, yeah, And he needs to let himself calm down, which I'm suspecting would be very difficult for him. I suspect you're right, because this has been a real struggle for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Um, this relationship has no healthy foundation whatsoever throughout the entire thing. It was based on an affair. Right. 
she's never shown any ability to be in a healthy one-on-one -on -one commitment with you. Right. There's none of that because even after you finally did leave your wife, she left you two months later to be with a 21-year-old guy. Because you didn't respond in her life-threatening emergency. You think she was punishing him later? I would guess so, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, you're supposed to be my soulmate, and here I was with an acute case of whatever, and you weren't available to me because you were married. You know, you can't just expect a healthy relationship to magically appear. No. Um, if this situation is going to be something that you pursue, you have to both start sitting down and talking through things and acting like an adult. Right. right. I think you both would have to say to each other, okay, we've be both been through a lot the last three and a half years, and you've made your mistakes, I've made my mistakes. What can we do? What do you want? What do I want? Can we make this work as a couple? Right. And they almost sound addicted to the chaos. Mm -hmm. So my first suggestion would be that the chaos absolutely has to stop before anybody can figure anything out. And I suspect a, probably a marriage of family therapists would have a better insight than a typical therapist, right? Well, a divinely inspired manly, <laughs> married <laughs> family therapist. If I were going to take on this case, I would have a co-therapist. Would you? Yes, I would have a co-therapist because there are so many cutoffs and alliances and all that sort of thing. Yeah, I think it would move faster and I think it, the first thing you'd have to do with this crowd is contain them mm -hmm. because no matter how you look at it, there's an enormous amount of energy here. Look at the number of people involved and look at the exit stage left, enter stage right going on all of the time. So I think the first thing you'd have to do is kind of contain everybody and get everybody to calm down. Yep. And you'd have to get everybody to get a short-term um, plan to yep. calm down. I, I think though, honestly, my personal feeling is it would be easier for you to kind of move on from this situation and regroup and figure out what has been going on in your life the last few right. years and probably find someone that might be a better fit for you but I wouldn't rush into that because I don't think you're in a good state right now and I think you're really hurting and um, you know. But it sounds like he's contacting us in the hopes of getting his girlfriend back mm -hmm. and I you know I don't think he has any idea how she feels what she wants because I don't think in the middle of all this craziness she's ever had time to tell him. Yeah. Um, this is a this is a lot of work. And what what through this whole this was a system an unhealthy system but a system nevertheless it held together for three and a half years. It was the illness that threw it into chaos. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. A lot going on here. Yeah. An it, awful lot going on here. It, it, like I said, if you're in any kind of situation like this. Margaret is an excellent resource. She has a lot more experience with cases like this than I do, or just about any therapist out there does. <laughs> I've been doing it a very long time, and I worked in child welfare, which often has many, many crises and many, many blended systems. Um, so that's how come I know more about this than I ever wanted to. <laughs> um, but you know, it is it is a good it is a good feeling if you can kind of help people calm down and regroup. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's what these poor folks need to do. Um, and you know out there there are some parents um, also having a bearing on the goings-on in the system. Uh, there's probably even more people than are mentioned here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
All right. But this gentleman is our client. And for him, my first suggestion to him is find a therapist and somehow find a way to calm down. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Before you can think. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to our website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching. I do Skypes. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. Yes. Feel free to sign up with me, and many of you have, and thank you so much. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website. Be sure to put a like on the video and subscribe to the channel. That's it for this video, though. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different, and every breakup is different. Work with me, and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net.